everybody. Welcome back to the Blue Friend Torn podcast. How are you guys today? I don't know why I always ask that. You guys can't answer me. They're answering in their heads, obviously. Yeah, obviously. That has to be what's going on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so welcome back. We are the Blue Friend Torn podcast with Chelsea and Sierra. And this week's episode, we are doing... The Duel. The Duel. Yes. I'm excited because in two more weeks, we get to do the one... With the pineapple. The pineapple incident. Yes, I noticed that as well. I'm excited for that one as well. I'm also excited for next week, which is our second seasonal episode of this uh, series. Uh, it's the Thanksgiving episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thanksgiving is always fun ones. Um, yeah. like All the seasonal ones are super fun. Yeah. So I'm excited for that one next week. Um, I actually did not note the title, but we'll look it up before the end of the episode. Um, yeah. <laughs> Um, but I, uh, so what did you think of this, just starting off, what did you think of this episode? It's pretty funny. Um, I think it showcases, like, the broness of Marshall and Ted together and how, like, they just don't know how to communicate, like, in the least. Yeah. And that's pretty funny to me, so. Yeah, this was a really good one, and then, of course, yeah, them just, like, ignoring. Sorry. What you Next with? week's episode is Belly Full of Turkey. I didn't know it was going to autoplay, and I just pulled it up. Oh. <laughs> My bad. Barney cooks naked, though, by the way. <laughs> In case y'all wanted to know. <laughs> You're going to live with Barney. You know he cooks naked. <laughs> so do we want to start with our fashion corner? I think I only have, like, one or two. I won't lie to everybody um, I quote unquote watched this episode while I was working one day and didn't take many notes on fashion at all because it wasn't looking at the screen. Fair enough. <laughs> um, so yeah, let's, let's just get that one out of the way. Our fashion corner, or as we like to call it, suit up. Woohoo! Um, so when, Towards the end of the episode, when Robin goes on the date uh, with the guy, um, she she's in a purple shirt. Oh, okay. Good. L- Lily walking into the door just prior to being stabbed is also in a purple shirt. And she is in jeans that are so long, she has them rolled up like it has to be five times. And it's like the roll is like three inches thick. That's awful. <laughs> But I remember doing that. Yeah, I did too. But holy, holy balls. Mm. Um, <laughs> what holy are balls. You? <laughs> I was playing with the setting. It put what? us in a party and that was amazing. <laughs> it did put us in a party. <laughs> kind of like the uh, two-hour lunch I had at work today where there's a DJ <laughs> bumping outside my office window. Ooch, 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 ooch. Yeah. Shout I will clip Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> I will clip out a clip of us with this crazy background on uh, so y'all can see it or we could be Oh, yes, where are the cocktails? Yeah. <laughs> this is like where we went for our joint birthday last year. For uh, uh for our listeners that don't know, Sierra and I both have birthdays in August, 12 days apart, so if you would like to send us gifts, go right ahead. I like chapstick. <laughs> the diehard fans already know that, Sierra. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, all is... eight of you. <laughs> I believe we're up to nine now, actually. Oh, okay. All nine of you. Somebody binged. Yeah. Big fan of you. Yeah, we love you. Shout out. Also, we are true to our word. If you guys aren't following us on social media yet, you should, because uh, today we posted several drawings of the Cockermouse, and they were glorious. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we'll go with glorious. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. um, so, okay, back, we are a little ADD tonight. Um, back to um, Suit Up. I also noticed that everyone in this episode, everyone's pants were too long. Except for Barney in a suit, because that's what Barney always looks like. But Well, he's got a tailored suit. He does, but everyone else, their pants were so long. Mm-hmm. It it was stressing me out, uh, and but I that was the thing to do. It was the thing to do. I just didn't understand why. Like at the time, I was doing it too, but I don't know why we all thought that was a good idea, especially in Florida, know. which is the Sunshine State, but it's actually a lie because we get a lot of freaking rain here, and just <laughs> walked around in those extra long pants. Bless me. I think your noise canceling thing worked because I didn't hear that sneeze at all. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Crisp. They're not sponsoring us, but if they want to, what's up? What up, Crisp? Slide into our DMs. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I think that is it that I have as far as fashion. All right. Well, I have none, so it's better than mine. Oh, was Ted wearing a brown blazer? Uh, I believe he was in one scene, yes. Mm-hmm. Um. A, I believe it was the corduroy one, the like camel color. Yeah. He wears them so often now I didn't even write it down because it's just a- assumed at this point. <laughs> I work with a guy um, that in college he said he had a crushed velvet blazer with purple piping. And I was like, did you watch How I Met Your Mother? And he's like, yeah. I was like, you're Ted. <laughs> <laughs> and he knew exactly what I was talking about. I was like, you, you should listen to the podcast. Yeah, he should. So what up, Glenn, if you listened? Hey, Glenn. What up? Do we want to start off at the top of the episode now? Yeah. So what's your first note? Um, uh, My first note is that he named his coffee pot Shocky and that (laughs) it didn't start out with seeing the kids this time. It started as a pan of New York City apartment buildings. Oh, interesting. I didn't notice the panning, um, but I also, my first note is also Shocky. (laughs) Because, yeah, that's uh, quite a name. Yeah, he's like, plug, plugging in, saving game. Yeah. And then Ted plugs in and he's like, <laughs> like he just got electrocuted. So, yeah. Apparently the coffee tastes like burned. And rust, apparently. Mmm, co- coffee. <laughs> that makes me really want that. So, my favorite kind of coffee is the rusty kind. Yes. Yeah. The rest um, of my notes are mostly like things I like gathered from the scenes because I didn't really watch it um but I was very when he was talking about not wanting to change I was like that's so relevant like how many people actually thrive on change I'm sure there are some but I for one am not the biggest fan of changing like something big so he was talking about changing apartments like Either Marshall and Lily were going to have the apartment or, like, he was going to have the apartment. Either way, it would be a big change. And he was inconvenienced by it. And I was like, that is the most relevant thing Ted has said thus far. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I 
I am living in an apartment that is right now currently extremely overpriced, and I decided instead of trying to move somewhere more affordable, I would get a second job. That's how much I hate moving. Yeah. So, yeah, I get, I feel you. I feel you, Ted, big time. That was so incredibly relatable. Yes. Um, my first note, because you probably didn't see, because you were just kind of having to listen to the episode, um, was when they get to Lily's apartment that is now a Chinese restaurant. Um, her apartment was huge, like for a girl living alone, single in New York City. Even in 2005, her apartment was huge, and she was a kindergarten teacher. Ain't no way. Maybe Mar- they knocked down two apartments? Because uh, from what it sounded like, it sounded like they, they bought the building. Yeah, maybe. I mean, you can buy apartments in New York City, so they may have just bought her apartment. Um, oh, okay, maybe. Yeah. Um, but in any case, it looked huge. But I mean, that's that's any show set in New York City. That's Carrie Bradshaw. That's Friends. That's that's par for the course. Um, it's Sex in the City too. It is Sex in the City too. Yeah. Um, oh, you said Carrie Bradshaw. I had a brain fire. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I thought you just meant to include all the characters of Sex in the City. I was rolling with it. I got you. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, yeah, I get Sex in the City. She had a giant closet, and then like that, my brain went there. Yeah, and then oh my god, her and Big's apartment, dude, the whole penthouse. <laughs> like, come on, in the rooftop. Yeah, those all movies. Right. Those movies were questionable, but I mean, that whole show was questionable now. But that apartment, man, amazing. And proposing um, with a shoe. <laughs> uh, my next apartment is when they're sitting in the bar and Barney has abandoned his date and... to hang out with his friends. <laughs> and Barney, Robin... why is she staring at you? Because <laughs> I look good. That was <laughs> that was my note. The way he said that. <laughs> and then, like ten minutes later, no, for real. What is her pro? What is her deal? Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm on a date with her. <laughs> what? Yeah. So you just abandoned her? Exactly. Oh my gosh. And so Barney and Robin are giving Ted a hard time because he's let Lily move into the apartment or letting her. And um, he's being edged out. He is. And Barney is, of course, being Barney. It's like, you can't do this for this. And I was like, I just wrote down, oh, this is such dude behavior. Like, calm down, Barney. Yeah. <laughs> and then his evil laugh well, was really funny um, that he did while he was at the table. Um, was there a time in this one where he called when he does like a self cheers or something? That is the very, yeah, that was my very last note. That's, oh, my uh, bad. Yeah, <laughs> you're good. Um, one of that, guys, it didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we just dove into the future. You can gaze into the future. <laughs> um, my next note, my last note for the scene when they're in the bar is so Barney gets finally over back to his date. Um, mm. And OMG, uh, I know you clearly didn't see this, but uh, for anyone else watching, one of my favorite things to do in TV shows is to watch the extras because um, a lot of times they're funny to look at. And oh my God, the extras behind Barney and his date were dying to be noticed. These people were acting, their level was at like 12. They were dying. <laughs> For that camera to be paying attention to them. They were putting the extra in being a background extra. Nice. They <laughs> they were a lot. Um, so, yeah, if you ever want to be amused while you're watching a TV show or a movie, 
definitely look at the extras. There's no, there normally is at least one or two funny things to see, especially if there's a dancing scene. Because normally there's not any actual music playing. They dub it in later and they're just kind of like, this is generally what's going to go on. So mo- normally people are dancing at all different speeds and melodies and it's really funny. So if you ever if you ever want to look out for that, I highly recommend it. It's one of my that's favorite That's me things. when everyone else is dancing on beat and I'm not. That's me. Yeah. So imagine when you can't, when you don't even have a beat to dance to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wacky inflatable arms, man. Like... <laughs> Um, Ted has to call Barney from the hospital. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah, that's when I think that's when you actually see the extras losing their minds. Um, okay. Yeah, so Ted I'll try has to, to go watch. <laughs> so that and uh so Ted calls Barney and then Robin's like, ooh, let me do it. <laughs> yes. And she's like, Hey there, big boy. Or whatever she says. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she's like, Yeah, there's an itch only you can scratch, Daddy. Oh, well, if he needs a transplant, he can have mine. I'm so sorry. I have to go to the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> like, gives out on this girl. Yeah. So that's really funny. Um, so then we get back to the apartment and um, Lily, how dare she exist and bring a fully functional coffee machine? What a bitch. How dare she? Um, oh, and then this was a something I have never noticed before. And listeners who have seen the show before are going to understand why this is such a big deal. And if you haven't seen the show before, it'll be important to you later. Um, But I've never seen it before. Hanging on the wall of the apartment is a purple umbrella. I did not know that. I didn't either until this episode. Is it Lily's? She probably moved it in. I don't know whose it is, but if you know the show and you know things that go on in the show... That just gave a whole lot of uh, credit to this theory that we're not sure about when it comes to purple things. Oh, thing. It's like purple rain. Exactly. Except not as much prints. Um, so, yeah, Ted thinks that Lily bringing in her coffee maker and then not talking to him about it is him being edged out even more. So Robin is like, okay, well, maybe you should just, you know, talk about it. And she's, like, preaching about healthy communication. And I was like, um, okay, pot. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I, that is – that's funny to me. Like, she's, like, pot calling the kettle black. And then Ted orders a giant phone booth. Yeah. Exactly. Because that's what uh, healthy adults do. Um, yeah. yeah. And, like, we, it just – it shows a flashback of um, Ted and Marshall – playing video games and they're like oh what's gonna happen like when me and lily get married like who's gonna take our apartment and they're like you know who can handle that future marshall and future ted it's like cool yes great job at being communicative guys a plus mm-hmm. yes 10, 10 out of 10 damn you past ted <laughs> um so then we get back to barney mm-hmm. and we hear he has invented something called the lemon law which is like when yes. you buy a car mm-hmm. um but but it's for dating and it's you have i think he says five minutes into a date if you like can clearly decide that okay like you're you're not it i'm just gonna call this um which i mean it's it's not the worst idea i've ever heard it's kind of a dick thing to do but also isn't that what like coffee and dinner drinks are for like because they can be they can be as long or as short as you want them to Mm mm-hmm I just like, think it's I think it's funny um, how Robin 
is like, that guy could be the love of my life, right? And I was like, Ted is sitting right in front of you. Exactly. Yeah. She's like, for all I know, that guy's my soulmate. I thought you didn't want a soulmate, Robin. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I I was like, is she serious? And I, like, looked down at my phone while I was working. I was like, stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was. And then I love. um, So, so um. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. We skipped ahead a little bit. So after. Oh, sorry. No, that's My notes okay. probably skip around because I only have like 12. Yeah. No, you're, no, you're fine. Um, I got confused in my head too. Um, so after we first <laughs> hear about the lemon law, we look back at Marshall, uh, Marshall and Lily at the apartment and Ted is slowly losing his mind being passive aggressive and weird. And Lily goes, look, he even carved Ted into that block of cheese. And Marshall goes, oh, yeah. Well, now it's Ed's. Because <laughs> they, they were using Having it. wine and cheese plates. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder uh, if they let the tannins breathe. Oh, fucking tannins. <laughs> so then my next note is just, at this point, all of them are being bad roommates. Lily and Marshall and Ted. Like, Lily is being the least bad, but also, you were just very graciously invited to officially move in with someone, and your first suggestion is to take down one of their decorations and put up one of your own paintings. Mm-hmm. Like, if people have... A little have, consideration. Yeah, if people have invited you to live with them, maybe don't immediately suggest taking down some of their decorations. It That kind of feels like a... Like, a, trying to, like, mark your territory a little bit. Mm-hmm. I was not a fan of that. Um, but, and then, yeah. Also, what if they don't like her painting? Right. And it definitely doesn't go with the bro house. Come on. No. Lily. Yeah. So I was like, okay. But yeah. And then Ted loses his mind. And then Marshall is doing a very bad job at even making any sort of reasonable requests or attempts or, because unfortunately like that's a bad situation to get put in the middle of but unfortunately if someone's going to be the media mediator in this whole thing it should be marshall because lily is his girlfriend and ted is his best friend so Mm -hmm. if someone has to do it it should be marshall and he's doing a very bad job he's not lawyering very well exactly exactly um so then yeah okay so then we get back to the bar um where robin and barney are still talking about the lemon law and um, Robin calls what Barney's trying to do everything wrong with our no attention span society, which was correct then and it is correct now, <laughs> especially when it comes to dating. Like, yeah, wait till you hear about Tinder, Robin. Called out. Yeah, very <laughs> called out. <laughs> um, and then we get a very funny spin on a classic thing from the show. We get, have you met Robin? Met Robin? <laughs> Which was so fun. And that guy was like a super nerd. Like Ted's a nerd, but like that guy was. That guy's your classic like Comic Con before it was cool nerd. Mm-hmm. Like D and D before that was cool. Yeah. Um. Oh, that's and then kind of along those same lines. My next note is okay. These days, a line would be around the block for the sci-fi restaurant. Like, think of all the content you could shoot in there. For sure. Like, like those medieval ones have got to be like super packed half the time because of that. Yeah. So like this one, like think of all like the influencers and all like the Marvel bros. And mm-hmm. like, I know this, this particular one was more um, Star Trek, but still. 
would have yeah. been really cool if there's like a crossover kind of idea for like this restaurant in Big Bang Theory. Oh, and yeah. And like Sheldon, Raj, and Howard, and Leonard could go and speak Klingon. Yeah. Because well, those were both CBS shows, weren't they? Wasn't Big Bang Theory on CBS? Mm-hmm, I think so. Yeah. That would have been really cool. Um, Way to go, CBS. You lost points for that. No one ever asks us anything. We have so many great ideas. We do. Yeah. So mostly after the fact, but we do. We do because we, you know, like when we came when we came up with better titles for the episodes all the time. Gosh, CBS. Yeah. Rude. <laughs> Rename them. Yeah. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so my next note. Um, I don't know what it is referring to. It's very generic, so I'm just gonna say it. And if anyone okay. has any any idea what I'm talking about, feel free. Um, I just wrote Marshall is very correct about. Oh, I remember now. Okay, I wrote down Marshall is very correct about Ted, and I think that was when they were sword fighting. And Marshall is like, if you wanted to be married by now, you would be, but you find like the, a negative viewpoint on everything. You like have no attention span when it comes to dating, and you're way too picky. I'm a big fan that they made the swords mean brohood and Ted was just so offended that Marsha would break the brohood. I I liked that as well. But I also liked that like as they were like sword fighting, they were like working through their shit. Mm-hmm. I and they're like it. doing cool spin moves. Yeah. And they're like, this rules. <laughs> Why haven't we ever done this? Yeah, which as a girl who has two swords in her house, I greatly appreciate it. And I think that would be fun. If anyone wants to sword fight with me, I am down. Um, But you have to use the one that is too heavy for me. (laughs) Um, I'm good. Thank you. Because my my dad, shout out, Captain. um, He bought me a sword, which is very pretty and very nice. um, But it is very heavy. It is a real sword. Yeah, it is, yeah, it is hard for me to use. I have another one which I borrowed from my uh, former roommate. Basically, I asked her nicely if I could borrow it, and I've just never given it back. Thanks, former roommate. Love you. Um, one day I went away to college, right, and then I came home that after like for whatever, like Christmas or something, and my mom had like a sword hiding under a coffee table. Sure. As in one the front does. room. And I was like, where did you get this Excalibur sword? Like, what are you doing? And that thing was like 20 pounds. I believe like, it. Do knights just yield these big old things around? Like, like flipping it everywhere? I'm like, come on now. That's what I'm saying. Like, the one that my dad got me is seriously heavy. I'm like, how do you people use these things? I don't know. Yeah. Um, uh, my next note is Marshall stabs Lily. Okay. I have a note. I think a little bit just before that we get, um, oh yeah, we got a flashback to when Marshall and Ted move in um, and they're putting up the swords and we, and we see once again, we see Ted with his goatee mm, and the, the hair and the hair. Um, and then, yeah, they decide to brilliantly use wood glue because one of these uh, screws is missing, putting together their table, which is absolutely a thing to broy like 20 somethings would absolutely do. I probably would do that. I also. I would have done that in my early 20s. It's not something that I would do now. But no, you know, even in my early 20s, I wouldn't. But I've always been weirdly good with tools. So uh, as you know, I have built some furniture in your house. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, So I probably would not have. But it's not surprising that that's what two 20-somethings would do. It tracks. It tracks. 
Um, and then, yeah, my next note is like you said, she gets stabbed, and right before mm-hmm. she does, she does get stabbed. Yeah, that's when we see her very briefly in a uh, purple shirt. Mm, okay. Yeah, and then uh, it's I think it like went over several tank tops because then when we see her in the hospital room, she has her bandages on under two tank tops, so it looks like she was also wearing a purple shirt. Because layering was the thing. It was the thing to go with your two long pants. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I remember I used to take my pants and then make them um, capris. Same. But that also like a thick cuff on my calf. Yeah. It was never. I don't know was, why. Me neither. It was never comfortable. No. And it yeah. could also be because we're both very short. Fair. <laughs> like petite pants are too short. Like the short quote-unquote pants and regular pants are too long yeah so i either look like i'm waiting for a flood or i have to just like shove my shoe with jeans yeah because i feel like petite pants they think you're like four feet five it's like no no i'm just not um, a supermodel there has to be an in-between and there's not i have no legs yeah yeah um it's like a short and a half yeah (laughs) short and a half i like that um yeah, so then Lily calls uh, in Ted and Marshall into the ho- into the hospital room, and what is did like, she call them? It was something funny. The Knights of the Poorly Constructed Round Table. Yes. <laughs> yes. The doctor's so she, like she'd like to see the Knights of the Poorly Constructed Round Table. Yeah. And they're like, oh, that's me. Yep. So they go in and they're telling her what they're fighting about and what the cause of everything is, and she's like, guys. Marshall, when we get married, I want to live in another apartment. Your apartment is weird and decorated weird, and it kind of smells like dude, and I don't want to live there. (laughs) Golly, if only they had talked about it. Right? Instead of just being, trying to see who could be more passive-aggressive. Yep. It's amazing how that works. Um, And then we find out um, Barney, his lemon-law is a caught on like wildfire Mm -hmm. because he was out on a date with a girl and she immediately stopped him and was like I'm sorry I'm going to have to lemon law you absolutely not and gets up and leaves and Barney is very happy about the fact that he was just completely rejected at a bar yes he's like guys it happened yeah and Robin's like um don't you do you and they're like just just let him have this one it's fine and then he's like self clink yeah (laughs) So we don't get a self five in this episode, but we get a self clink. Close. Yeah. So yeah, I really liked this one. It was uh, it was really, it was really funny. It moved the plot along a little bit. We got to see Lily move, moving in with the guys, uh, and we find out what they're gonna do with their future a little bit. Barney and Robin are just kind of there in this episode. Um, I think they're the comedic relief for this one. Yeah, especially uh, when Robin gets completely insulted in Klingon at the sci-fi restaurant. Oh yeah, we didn't talk about how somebody actually had an accident because Lily went to the hospital, she called Robin. And the guy yeah. was like, you could have just told me you weren't interested. And he was and like, then, she's like, Klingon, no. Klingon, Klingon. Yeah, because she's like, no, no, I re- like there seriously is an emergency. Yeah. Yeah, which of course, poor Robin, like she's trying to give, like obviously she's not interested in this guy, but she's trying to at least like be a decent human being. Mm-hmm. And finish the date and give you know give the guy the time of night oh yeah and then earlier in the episode when they first get on their date 
uh, he's like, listen, if you're a hooker, I don't have a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> he thinks he's like, she's fully, completely out of my league. Um, and so he can't understand why they're on a date together. But fair. Yeah. Um, fair. But as we've learned, especially over the past few years, like it's cool to be a nerd now. So like as as we've learned, typically girls, it's not that girls don't. Uh, if there are any men out there listening, if you are a nerd and you think girls don't like you because you're a nerd, that is incorrect. It is usually because you're a nerdy asshole. So maybe do some self reflection. A nugget of truth with Chelsea. <laughs> uh, trademark a nugget of truth with chelsea i like it it's got a nice ring to it it's not because you're a nerd it's because of your personality indeed it, it's not hurts you <laughs> yeah well i mean that could be a whole hour-long segment with men with dating and that it's not hurts you but we don't have that much <laughs> <laughs> we don't have that much time <laughs> Um, yep. but yeah it was it was very funny and then as soon as he shouts whatever that insult is like the entire restaurant like turns and looks at her yes they're like all <laughs> offended for him and i'm just like oh okay here we go yeah and then she's trying and she's trying to like justify and she's like you know what forget it <laughs> she just gets up and leaves she's like i can't mm-hmm. i can't do this i can't defend myself to the klingons no. um poor robin um yeah so that that was pretty much this episode um what did we think of this one it was good i liked the cockamouse better um because that was hilarious in general but it was a good episode yeah that the cockamouse one that's a hard one to follow mm-hmm. yeah how do you follow a mythical creature a glorious mythical creature also i'm really bummed that the captain didn't put wings on his cockamouse I also didn't put wings on my cockamouse. Uh, you are the only one that remembered to put wings on yours. <laughs> so, uh, dear listeners, I decree Sierra the winner of the cockamouse drawing competition. Uh, you're all welcome. Yeah. Um, for that masterpiece. I also liked the colors of yours, like the black and the white and the red. It, lo- it reminded me very much of something from a Tim Burton movie, and I was all about it. Um, those were the markers I had on my desk at work. Yeah, Shout out well, work well, for having markers. Yeah, I drew. Yeah, oh yeah, yours is also the only one that incorporated any color. Uh, the captain and I both drew pen- pencil drawings. I was more committed. It's okay. You were. Yeah, you were more secure in your drawing abilities. I was very nervous and needed an eraser. Uh, so yeah, ten out of ten for the cockamouse drawings. Ooh, winner! Yep. You win, you win, um, we'll figure out something for you. A crown of some kind, a cockamouse crown. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe a crown Sound- with, like, with, like, mouse ears and antennae or something. We'll figure out. <laughs> 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 we have, like, fi- the mouse ears on the front, right? Yeah. And with the antenna sticking out in front and then a tail coming out of the back. Yeah. Some per- wings. That's honestly perfect. <laughs> uh, I think it's a great idea. Um, also, if anyone still needs a, I mean, because we're months out at this point, if anyone still needs a Halloween costume, a cockamouse would not be a bad Halloween costume. Please, somebody. Please. Because anybody. would make my whole day. Seriously. If you, I guess even if you have like a pet mouse, you could put a cockroach costume on it and that would work. 
with wings. With wings. It's it got to be like a be palmetto wings. bug cockroach. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. The fancy Florida ones that fly at you. Oh, my gosh. Terrifying. Mm-hmm. Ugh, not a fan of those. Apparently, there's even scarier ones in Hawaii. I've never been there, but apparently. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I had a friend. I had a friend who moved here from Hawaii, and the first time she went to kill one of our cockroaches here, she threw like a brick at it, and it exploded all over the wall. And her boyfriend was like, "Oh yeah, they're not the same as your ones from home. It's okay. You can just use like a shoe." Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So if you ever go to Hawaii, beware the cockroach. I guess. I mean, I guess that's kind of the same as if you go to Australia, beware of all of the giant spiders. And just everything. Yeah, Australia. Just beware. Australia scares me. And I'm from Florida. Yes. <laughs> we have Florida man stories every day, but that was, those spiders are man-sized. Yeah. She's yes. a man-eater. <laughs> that's what I think of their cockroaches, or their spiders. Yeah. You're not incorrect. All right. Well, I think that does it for this one. What do you think? I think so. Thanks, everybody, for listening to this episode of the Blue French Horn. If you'd like to reach out to us on social media, these are our handles. On Instagram, you can find us at the underscore Blue French Horn podcast. On Twitter, we are at Blue French Horn Pod with no E's. On TikTok, we are at the Blue French Horn Podcast. You can send us an email at the Blue French Horn Podcast at gmail.com. And if you'd like to leave us a voicemail, you can do so on our anchor and we will happily uh, play them on air. And if we get a whole bunch, maybe we'll do like a special mailbag episode. Mailbag. I'll Ooh. sing the Blues Clues song for it. <gasps> I would love that. Here's the mail, it never fails, it makes me want to wag my tail. Every time when it comes, comes I, I will. Mail! mail. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly that. Sorry to everyone. <laughs> and you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, that does it for this episode, and we will see you next time. Bye. Or belly full of turkey. Woohoo!